Hey, this is Meredith's husband. I've got some SEO advice for you, but I'm going to keep it really simple so that you can understand it, so it makes sense, and most importantly, so you can actually use it. What did we talk about last week? We talked about something that we were going to follow up on. Yes, we talked about healthy SEO habits, how you can build healthy SEO habits. And I named five topics or five categories, five areas where you can build healthy SEO habits. Okay. And then I said I was going to follow up on them. So today is the first of those. Okay. You sound thrilled. (laughs) I just, I can't remember it. And the first one I'm going to cover is measurement. Measurement. Yes. Now, last week I went in order. The first one I mentioned was building a healthy website, and that is important. But if you're going through the process of SEO, you're going to want to first make sure that you have some measurement tools in place. A ruler. Sort of. An SEO ruler. Because if you don't, I've said this just very recently to students, if you don't have good information, you can't make good decisions. Ooh. Does that make That's very good. I I thought it was good enough to repeat it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, but it's it's very true. I mean, you could luck out every once in a while and make a good decision without good information. But if you don't have good information to base your decisions on, you're really just guessing. Yeah, then it's just gut. Yeah, and Which I've can seen work a, in its own way. But maybe it not does. Yeah, it does. But typically not SEO. That's it's not like a gut instinct right. type of thing. Right. So right. anyway, true. measurement. I know this sounds terribly unexciting, but if if you know the goal of measurement. If you know what you're trying to get out of your measurement tools, it mm-hmm. is a little more exciting. It's kind of like because, science. Because what we're looking for, we want actionable insights. When we are measuring stuff, when we yeah. want our when we're looking for our good information, we want yeah. things that we can say, "Oh, hey, I see this and that means I should do this." Yeah. Because there's a lot of information out there, like Google Analytics. Wait, wait, wait there is. Yeah, there's tons. When you get into <laughs> measurement tools, there's all, I mean, just in Google Analytics alone, I don't know how many hundreds or maybe even thousands of different metrics there could be. Yeah, yeah. Most of them you're not going to use. They're not going to like give you an insight into something you should actually do on your website to get more leads. They're not actionable. They are not actionable. Hey. It's kind of like if you were looking at, at your, so I can't copyright that. That's like <laughs> the word blue. Um, Copyright. If you, for example, if you were looking at your social media, yes, and let's say at the end of the month you're you're looking at your at your metrics. If you if you just say, oh, I have a hundred likes, yeah, period, great. That's that's more like a vanity metric. That's not going to help you make any decisions. Now, if you look at the individual posts, you're like, this post had eighty likes, and this one had fifteen, and these other four had one each. That's pretty actionable. Because now you know what post gets likes, gets engagement. So that's an example of what I would call vanity metrics Mm -hmm. versus actionable metrics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where do you look for these actionable metrics? That's a good question. Where do you? Well, Google Analytics is going to be the first place. Yeah, right. And what I do, this is what I, and it's different if you're talking about, you know, paid media, if you're running ads or if you're running social media ads or you're doing newsletters, you might look for different actionable insights. But for SEO, these are the things that I look at first very often. Number one, landing pages. Landing pages. So how are people coming into your site? Mm. Because it's not always going to be the homepage. People assume, oh, 
visitors coming from Google, they're always going to come through my home. Yeah, I would have thought that they would always that the home page is where you enter in. Well, yeah, uh, sort of. It's the welcoming page. And the the more advanced uh, SEO you get into, the more people will come through other pages, inner pages. Oh, really? For example, my own yes. site, which oh. I think is pretty good SEO wise in terms of the content. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> uh, Cobbler. I get uh, more than ninety percent, probably more than ninety five percent of my traffic coming in through blog pages, yeah, through that other makes pages. Sense. You're a very good blogger. Mm. <laughs> well, that's debatable, but well, compared to in terms you, of SEO, uh, I get and this and this is what you're kind of aiming for. You okay. you want you want a blog that's going to attract visitors. Yeah. Now you may notice yeah. as traffic builds, a lot of that traffic coming into your blog might not convert. Like it okay. might you might have a, a, a you know a great blog article and it's getting traffic from outside of your area or right. whatever. That's okay because the more your blog builds up traffic and yeah. rankings like that, yeah. it's it's good for your entire website. It means oh, your really? homepage is going to appear more often. It means Google is likes your site. Huh. So don't fall into the trap of like, oh, my blog is getting good rankings, but my website is not, so it's right. not working. That right. is working. Okay. So some things to look for. Yes. One moment, please. Stop, stop talking. Stop talking. So some things to look for when you are looking at your landing pages. Okay. Okay. Because just looking at your landing pages, great. But what does that mean? So Number one. Just to, just to confirm, landing pages are pretty much any page on your website. That a landing page just, could land on. Yes. A landing page is just a page of your website. Yeah, exactly. That somebody lands on. Could be your homepage. Could be your contact page. Did I page. not say that? Yes. I'm Thank just you. confirming. You oh, are correct. good. Thank you. So you're confirming what? what? Wait, what were you confirming? I'm confirming that you are correct. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. I'm going to delete that. <laughs> so first, what are the landing? What pages are attracting traffic? Now, especially okay. if you're beginning, you'll probably find that your homepage is getting more visitors landing than, than other pages. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Then just look down the list. When you go ahead and you click on, I think in Google Analytics, you click on reporting and then engagement and then landing pages, you'll get a list of the top 10 landing pages. And you and see how many people have come. Exactly. Now the de the I default- I need to look at this Google Analytics one of these days. The default, I think you will be looking at something like the last seven days or maybe the last 28 days. I always like to open this up and look at at least probably the last 60 days or yeah. 90 days yeah. or even six months or something like that so that you it's have like a good idea. I view. Yeah, because uh -huh. uh -huh. you want to know what pages have been attracting. You don't just necessarily want to look at the last week. You want right. to know for several months. Because you would like to have a measurement. Yes. So now as you start to see, hey, what blogs are attracting some traffic, yeah. here comes the actionable. Okay insights that you're looking for. Are there pages that are near duplicates? Meaning, do you have multiple blogs on like a very similar topic? Penguins. Yeah, the penguin mating season yes. or whatever. Yeah. Now, when if you see that, you'll want the first thing you want to do is is ask yourself, how is it possible that I can combine and enhance this blog into one blog that's more authoritative? Mm -hmm. 
So I want to make it better. Because what's happening, if you have two blogs that are very similar, you're kind of competing against yourself. Yeah. So you, you, if you see that you have a good blog, you want to make it better. You don't want to recreate it. You don't want to make another one. Right. You want to take that blog and build it up because you're going to start to compete with yourself. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to compete with ourselves. So are there pages you can combine? Are there pages you can add to? Mm. Are there, and and this is the next one, are there pages that have a curiously low engagement rate? So engagement rate is, if you're familiar with bounce rate, engagement rate is the opposite of the bounce rate. Yeah. Can you tell which one people just bounce from? I don't understand the question. Can you, in Google Analytics, Mm -hmm. see what blogs Mm -hmm. people bounce from? Oh, yes. When you are looking at Google Analytics and you're looking at the page that lists landing pages, Mm -hmm. it will say what is the engagement rate. Okay. For that page. You want to go for the pages that have a higher engagement rate. Now, blogs typically don't have higher or blogs typically have lower engagement rates than like your homepage. Because right. a lot of times people are going to come into a blog, they read the blog, and then they leave. It's yeah. a little more natural. Yeah. If somebody comes to your homepage, they're probably going to look at a couple other pages. Because their intention is yeah. slightly different. Yes. But if you are looking at your blog pages and you notice that one of them has an engagement rate of, say, 80% and one of them has an engagement rate of 20%, then, wow, what is wrong with that one that has 20%? Go look at that page and try to figure out why are people leaving this one and sticking on the other one. Right, right. Just go look at those pages as a user. Look at the CTAs. What is that page asking people to do? If it's a blog, probably not much. Yeah, you know, there's there's, there's probably there's probably no like contact us button, but you can have a link to another article, another similar oh. page, a, a subscribe for things like this. What is it that you're asking people to do? Right. And if you have a landing page that's not a blog, then definitely you want to look at your CTAs, your buttons, and how just think, how can you make it better? How can you, you know, tweak it? How can you test it? A lot of times Testing your CTAs is good. You're not going to yeah. know beforehand exactly what's going to work, but right. test, you know, change the text in your buttons. Change it from book now to contact me or Let's schedule a coffee. session. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see. Let's get some ice cream. Now, so that covers landing pages. The other yeah. thing that I think is great for actionable insights in analytics is the sources, the traffic sources. Where are people coming from? Coming from. Yeah. So this is not just SEO. This is across the board. So right. when we're looking at landing pages, we're we're looking usually at organic traffic. Now we want to see, are there other places? Are people coming from Facebook, from Instagram, from right. YouTube, from wherever? And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Mapping. And, and what we're looking for, yes. and what we're looking for yes. is the best sources of traffic. So best, best meaning what leads to the most conversions. So the conversion rate of different traffic sources. Right. For example, I had a client once Once. who I've had many clients many times, but (laughs) this one particular client, we were looking at their traffic sources and their overall conversion rate of their site was like, uh, I don't know, it was like a one and a half percent or something, which is Mm -hmm. not bad for what they were doing. Okay. So that means... That means one and a half, on average, one and a half people out of every hundred contact them. Okay. There And that breaks down. The organic was, I think, a little bit lower and their paid was a little bit higher, but it was around the same range. Their 
conversion rate for people coming from Pinterest was like 26%. It was something, it was, it was like oh, wow. more than 10 times higher. Yeah. So guess what? They go to their Pinterest page and like, wow, how can we build yeah, this up? How can no we make kidding. this better? How can we pay, can we run ads on Pinterest? So that's another way to see, to get actionable insights. Right. Where's, where's my good traffic coming from? Then go there and try to get more of it. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So those are, I think, two of the best ways you can get actionable insights out of analytics. I was going to say not, feed the hungry worm, but that doesn't make sense. Mm, not exactly. Okay. That's why I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Don't say that. Don't nope. say feed the hungry worm. Not going to do it. The other place or another place that you can get actionable insights is Google Search Console. Now, Google Search Console doesn't have a lot of information. Something like Google Analytics, there's tons and tons of stuff you can look at. There's all mm -hmm. kinds of metrics. Google Search Console really only has a handful. But it's really actionable. It's really good information. For example, yes. the number one thing that I go to Google Search Console for is to find low-hanging keywords. Okay. Keywords that are ranking on page two or page three, maybe yes. page four or the bottom of page one. If you can, so that, so let's say you have a keyword ranking on page two and it's yeah. applicable. It's something that you would want to get traffic for you people looking for that keyword those are, i want those people coming to my site right moving moving a keyword from page two to page one is infinitely easier than picking a keyword that doesn't have any ranking yet and yes. starting to build it up it right. is way 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 easier yeah so what do you do you invite it to the party it's all dressed up and ready on page two you invite it to the party on page one <laughs> what do you do with those keywords once you find them or I guess I should say first, where do you find those keywords in yeah. Google Search Console? Yeah. So they're, they're called search queries. When you go to uh, Search Console mm -hmm. and you're going to go to, I think the tab is called Performance, and you're going to click on Search Queries, and it will tell you, it'll give queries you a list. Queries or queries? Query, queries. How do you spell it? Q-U-E-R-I-E-S. Queries. Queries. What did I say? Queries. Oh, Queries. You can look for queries, search queries, or you know what you can do? I have a dashboard that does this. It pulls this information. I'll link it below. What it is, is it just takes you straight to this information. Just pulls this information That's right so nice. out of, yeah, yeah. It's, Thank you. I use it all the time. I use it like every day and you, you can you. use it for free if you want. Perfect. I'll link it below. Thank you. But you're going to want to take those keywords. Yeah. You're going to want to move them over to SEMrush to your, to wherever you're, tracking your positions where you're tracking your rankings yeah. and you want to you want to put them there that can be semrush that can be any other keyword tracking tool okay. but what we want to find is what urls are ranking for those keywords mm -hmm. and then we can see how how can we make those urls better how can mm -hmm. we make those pages better mm -hmm. and even more importantly we start to see are there urls as we move these keywords over that we know that we have ranking for we put mm -hmm. them into semrush we'll hopefully start to see, oh, there are some keyword, there are some URLs that are ranking for multiple keywords. Hmm. Those are really strong pages. Oh, we want that. Yes, that's good. Didn't Those... you say we're not supposed to change the URLs? No, you don't change the URLs. Okay. Yeah, don't we're not changing it. Don't never change the URLs. Okay. I thought don't you change. said we can change the URLs. No. Okay. No, 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 no. We want to. See, we will hopefully begin to see that we have some URLs that are ranking for multiple keywords. That's good. Those are our good pages. Those are our winners. Those are the Those pages are... we want to start making better. 
We yes. want to make them, how can we make them more resourceful? Can we add to them? Can we add images? Can we add video? How can we make them more robust? The more mm -hmm. robust, most likely, the better they will do in search. And how do we make them more robust? Just look at them as a user. Just uh -huh. think, how can this be better? How can I make this better? If I were a user and, and I were to land on this page, what else might I want to see here? Hmm. Would, a, would images help? Would a bullet list help? Would mm -hmm. an outline help? Would, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Just see look at it as a user. Baby outlet. Make it more resourceful. I'd say try to make it more resourceful for users. Also, yes. when you find pages like this, link those pages to your main service pages. So let's say you have a blog. It, yes. it's, one, it's one of these. It's ranking for, say, a handful of different keywords. Yeah. And it talks about some aspect of a, of a, of a family shoot you did or a kid's shoot. Let's mm -hmm. say a kid's shoot. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in that blog, preferably right near, like right in the first sentence or in the first paragraph, link it to your children's photography page. Okay. And you ideally want to link it with it with a keyword. Hey, I've been a children's photographer. Link those keywords to your children's photography page because we know that that page is an important page in Google. Google yes. likes that page. Right. We want to take that page and we want to send a signal to Google, hey, this page over here is also really important, this children's photography page. Kind of put an arrow towards it. Yes, exactly. This way. Right. The beach is that yeah, way. The beach is this way, that way. Yeah. So if you can do these things, that is a really good start. That's hmm. a really, really good start. If you can get in the habit of just doing these things yeah. once in a while, Hunker that's awesome. Down. There's a lot more. I mean, there's tons, like I said, there's a ton more information in Google Analytics, and there's other places you can get information. There's other places you can get actionable information. But if you start with these, that's going to be really great. That's a great start. It's a great start. And then next week, we can talk about how do you make your website more healthy in general? Oh. That's health. great. It's our annual physical. Ooh, I like that. I'll schedule my appointment with Dr. Meredith's husband. All right. Dr. Husband. Dr. Husband. <laughs> okay. I think the podcast is over. Okay, I think so too. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really hope that you find this helpful and useful. And if you do... What you could do for us as a thanks would be to, drumroll please, yes, leave a review. Yes, everybody says it, I know, but it really does make a difference. Take three seconds, leave as many stars, say something really nice about what you like about the podcast and maybe why other people would like it. It would mean the world to us, especially my husband. Is that better? All right, I'm going to try one where I'm not going to be charming.